Chad Prather rose to internet fandom as the man who's unapologetically Southern. Keith Oaks is a published author who failed his way to success. Together, they tackle today's headlines in a way only a Southern Spitfire and a millennial mogul can. Take off your sport coat, grab a beer, and enjoy the conversation. This is Second Shot with Chad Prather and Heath Oaks. <laughs> you know, I sit here all the time thinking that the conversations before we get on the mic are the things that really need to be on the podcast, but I don't know. We might scare people away. Uh, this is Chad Prather. I'm sitting here with another episode of Second Shot with my partner, Heath Oaks, what's up, buddy? What's up, man? I keep thinking about just how awesome that Zach and Kristen come up with those awesome like names for us, Millennial Mogul, yeah. and <laughs> like that is awesome. Like we didn't even have. I mean, I like yours and Millennial Mogul. That's pretty cool. I, I, I do too. I like that. Mogul. That was all Kristen. I swear. I, yeah. That, yeah. That's your next book. I think you write yeah, the next book, Millennial Mogul. It's better than the last title of Ignorance on Fire. I got called. <laughs> so the Millennial. Well, that's no. good. But the you know the Millennial Mogul is kind of moving up a little bit. It's not one of those that you take a second shot. Do I? take that right or wrong yeah after how many people though sitting here with producers zach and Kristen? how many people have commented to you about Kristen and said our friends (laughs) is she hot i mean she sounds hot well unfortunately (laughs) the friends that i have are really great friends and like two of them right away that's the first thing they ask me i go is that really what you took from that podcast like (laughs) like we were hoping that you pick up inspiration to want to be better do better motivate you in life and you pick up (laughs) Is Kristen hot? Yeah, it's because I'm the one female voice in the room, right? (laughs) So when when you're envisioning like a crew of men in a room and there's one female, Mm -hmm. you you just jump (laughs) to conclusions. That that could could go really. We can't even go there. You make the poetry beautiful, Kristen. (laughs) You really do. Thank you. You are the rhyme to our reason. Hey, so tell us a little bit. You were just in LA with some pretty cool people. Holly weird, dude. Holly weird. I'm telling you, it is a mecca. It is a magnet tractor beam place for crazy people. It really is. Uh, Yeah, I was out there. From LA, we still do love you if you download this podcast. We love you, but I promise you, the people. I promise you, the people I'm talking about, they don't know they're on the planet, much less that there's a thing such as a podcast. But. I had a great time. We rounded a, a new movie premiere and met some pretty big A-list Hollywood celebrities, and they were just as cool as could be, and we hung out, took selfies together, and that's what you do in the 21st century. Or yeah. take selfies. Take with, selfies. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah you got to be able to prove that it happened. You know, people used to get autographs. Now they get selfies. Yeah. Why, why need it? Why need the autograph whenever you can just right. show a picture? Yeah, it's a weird deal. Where you been? Oh, I've been in West Texas. Yeah. Beautiful rolling green hill, West Texas. There you go. Actually, you know, West Texas about <laughs> as flat like green? and dirt. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to see if you were going to qualify that or if I was going to have yeah. to. Where I didn't are those know. green hills at? <laughs> now, here's I don't a, know what football field you were hanging out that, here, on. <laughs> hey, here, here's the one thing I love about West Texas. I do love the people. Everybody is great in West Texas. Yeah. We went, um, I have a sales offices in Amarillo and Lubbock and, and stuff. So went up there in Amarillo for day or so to Lubbock, a couple of days, and then back in and got yeah. back in late last night. I do like that part of the world. I have a lot of folks who say, I don't know, you know, Fort Worth. Folks. You know, because these cities, everybody in Texas, these Texas cities, they love each other, but then there's this rivalry. Oh, yeah. Oh, know? yeah. One of them's better than the other one. Yeah, they and so they, everybody complains. But I, I like, there's very few places in Texas that I dislike. You know, I really do enjoy Texas. Talking of, talking about rivalries, this was Super Bowl week, and I won't say that the Atlanta Falcons and, and the New England Patriots was were your rivals, heart broke? but I'll tell you what. It, no, I, I, I was okay with the outcome of the thing. I, I'm being from Georgia, I was pulling for the Falcons, but at, at the same time, I knew it was going to take a miracle to beat Tom Brady. Yeah. And, I mean, that's the biggest 
uh, Super Bowl comeback in history and probably, in my opinion, one of the greatest games that's ever been played. Well, and there's a difference. Everybody talks about difference of greatest game and greatest comeback. Right. Because was it the greatest game? I mean, the game itself wasn't that good till the very end. Like the, the end. All, It was a blowout throughout it all. So I don't – you know, it was a great comeback. And when they were we, showing the game – sorry. When they were showing the game and showing that, like, this was the first Super Bowl that went into overtime, overtime I couldn't believe that I statistic. Either. I was like, really? That I was really shocked. Yeah. Believe, yeah. yeah. We would be reminisced to not have this as our leadoff headline this week because the Super Bowl obviously is one, probably one of the largest events sure. in the world. I mean, it's massive. But focusing on the aspect of Tom Brady in general, no matter if you like him, hate him, like Bill Belichick, like the Patriots, hate him, I personally, they're not my favorite team in the world at all. And That's your nice way of saying you hate them. Yes. <laughs> but you have to respect yeah. what they've accomplished, no matter who you are. And I think one of the most interesting things that I kind of took is watching, obviously, the week after the Super Bowl, watching all the late night you know, um, interviews from all the different players. Everybody was asked over and over at halftime when you go in there and you're getting your tail kicked in. And the only way you would win would be co- having the largest comeback in Super Bowl history. Yeah. So, you know, odds are not in your favor. Every one of them were very clear in saying, no, we, we knew we had a shot. So we, we didn't even get close giving up. When you got, they go, when you got number 12, Tom Brady in right. your huddle, you always know you got a shot. And that resonated so big on, you know, your leadership – if you're wanting to become a leader, does your team go, we got you in our huddle so we know we always have a shot? Or, yeah. or your family, being the leader in your family, if things are down and out, jobs are lost, do your family look at you and go, we know he or she's going to find a way to get right. out of it or not? You know, and, and to become that kind of leader is what you have to get in order to be great. And, I, I mean, Tom Brady is going to be great, and you, it would be hard to argue against he's not even retired to say he's the best of all time whenever he's got right. what he's got, right? Well, five Super Bowl rings, is hard to argue against that. Now, Tom Brady's that comeback kid where you he's always had to come back from adversity, whether it was an unsung hero at Michigan or he was passed overtime again in the draft. And you look at Tom Brady and what he's accomplished, and you go in at halftime and you're losing. I mean, I, I was sitting there thinking, boy, Atlanta's beating them like they beat Green Bay in the playoffs. Oh. And I know, I'm my bad, but I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying. Did you see how fast his face got yeah. red when I brought that up? <laughs> You'd have messed up, Chad. Hey, yeah. uh, Aaron coming out. Hey, <laughs> Aaron. But, but you got to look at that and say, uh, Tom Brady's come back from deficits before. If anybody can do this, he can come back from this. So he has to look at his legacy and say, look, I've done it before. Why can't I do it now on the biggest stage in the world? And it's exactly what he did. And he's not new to that stage. No, no. And, and that's the thing. Tom Brady's lost Super Bowls. Yep. He knows what it's like to lose Super yep. Bowls. And he said, you know what? I can take this team and we can do it. And they, they did pull off a miraculous deal. So he, here's the thing that, that I really want to, to show here is go, what does it take? What are the attributes you have to be as a leader, Chad, that you think in order to be that person, whether it's in your family or your business, that people look at you and go, when, when, we got, when we got Chad in our huddle, I feel like we're going to be able to pull out of this. What do you think those attributes are that he has that makes his team believe without a doubt that's the guy that if we got him, we're good? How, well, how, do, how do our viewers become that type of person? Well, there's got to be prep- preparation, but there's got to be confidence in that preparation. You know you can do it. There's an innate sense in him, in deep in his soul, that he knows I have the ability to do this. Uh, I, and it's not people just born with it because no. Tom Brady got passed over at Michigan. He was he was doing well and always the yeah. really like shining like cool moving person would get in. You know that really mobile quarterback when he wasn't the sixth round draft, fourth round draft, whatever. You know, um, 
I'll tell you this. I, I'm that guy, and you make that point. I'm that guy. Don't ever tell me I can't do something. Yeah. I hate that. Yeah. I will. Damn it. I'll find a way to go do it. You know, I will find a way to get it done. And and I've, I've done things that I've even amazed myself at times. And, you know, one of the things that I pick up really from Tom Brady, from everything you know, is discipline. And I think as a as a leader, when somebody knows you're disciplined, then they really can get behind you and believe because when you're very disciplined at what you're going to accomplish, you stick with it no matter what. And so I think that him being as disciplined as he is to the small things, to everything that he does, I mean, his diet to how he treats his body, he, he believes his body. I mean, 39 years old, he still looks 28. Right. I mean, what was that, Kristen, that, that they brought what with his diet that he's disciplined to? Yeah, so this is nine things that you'd have to give up to eat like Tom Brady. Uh, GMOs, salt, white sugar, white flour, olive oil, peppers, mushrooms, eggplant, caffeine, dairy, fruit. So what is I, left I, to eat? I don't, I really, I, I gave up the eggplant a long time ago and I haven't, I honestly haven't missed it, you know, so it's just getting in the <laughs> yeah. habit of that discipline. Me too. So, I mean, I am the most, I am the most disciplined non-eggplant eater. But it's uh, like, name, is. name one thing that you eat and I'm sure there's something on this list that disqualifies it. Yeah. And, yeah. and I think that one thing that you should do that, are you the person in your household or your business that people go, I can count on, you know, one thing is funny. With my wife, I told her, I said, you know, I'm the gambling type of guy that everything we save, and if I had a business venture I liked, I would bet everything I've got and go after it. And there's a really good chance that I lose it all, and we have to give up everything we got and go start over. And <laughs> and, and she said, uh, this was, you know, one of the biggest compliments I think you can get, especially from your wife, is that I wouldn't worry about it. You're, you'll always figure out a way. And, you know, when you sell door-to-door insurance in the Texas heat at 19 years old to make a living, there's not much that scares you to go make a living. Somebody will let me sell their product 100% commission and I'll make a living. And I hope that I want to strive to become the leader in my household just as well in the business that all of my team can look at me when we're down and out and go, we're with Heath, we're going to get pulled out. And and my wife, the same thing. And I hope that you do as a leader as well. And I think discipline really starts with that quality. So so you take his diet. You and I don't want to do that diet. Not at all. We don't want to do that diet. (laughs) But you know what? You and I do certain things in our life. There are certain disciplines and practices that he wouldn't do. A lot of people won't do it. And that's why a lot of people, uh, I had a guy uh, out in Hollywood this week who said, He's not, he gave me this sob story how he was down and out and he, need, he needed a handout and all this stuff. And I said, well, why don't you? And he said, I don't take advice from anybody. And I said, well, then you won't be taking <laughs> yeah. any money from that's, me either, pal. Well, that's a really, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's, a, that's exactly the kind of mentality you need yeah. to make it in life, isn't it? That's exactly right. <laughs> yeah. Let's take a quick break. We may not be done with this conversation. We'll see. But we're going to uh, check you back on the next segment of Second Shot with Chad Prather and Heath Oaks. He likes cowboy hats and boots. And he's a suit and tie kind of guy. Chad Prather and Heath Oaks host more of Second Shot coming up on RNCN. If you live in the great state of Texas, then I've got news for you. You've got to go to energyogre.com. That's energyogre.com. And you got to sign up. Use the promo code WATCHCHAD, and I'm telling you, you will save 40 to 60% on your power bill every single month. It seems too good to be true. When I signed up, kilowatt hours, Heath, were at 12.7. I signed up, they went to 5.3. That yes, is sir. absolute unbelievable savings. $10 a month. If they can't save you money, they will not take your $10. Go to energyogre.com, use promo code WATCHCHAD, and not only will you get the savings, you'll get the 13th month free. You'll thank me later. Ready? Aim. 
expire. Second Shot is back for another round on the Real News Communications Network. Oh, man, when you hear that guitar riff, you know we're coming back into the second segment. We're talking about Tom Brady and uh, his powerful comeback in Super Bowl 51 and the discipline, the, per- the, the preparation, the confidence, all of the things that it took for him to bring that thing back. Boy, there's a lot of leadership lessons in that. There's an extreme amount of leadership lessons. Yeah. You know, and, and, and it's the, you know, here's the thing is I think people throw the buzzword discipline out a lot. And I think one of the good things we try to do is what what actually is discipline? You know, like right. like what can we give to the viewers here that is the, the listeners on what what is discipline? What does it mean? And if and if they lack it or they don't, what can some things we can do to try to help them start getting some? I'll tell you an interesting story. Years ago, I was uh, I love music. Not a great musician. I play a little guitar and, and whatever. I was with a piano player and he was so good. And I said, I wish I could play like that. And he said, No, you don't. I said, oh, I do. And he goes, you really don't. I said, why not? And he goes, because if you really wished you could play like that, you would have started as early as you could practicing, disciplining yourself to practice, working on these things, and you would have learned how to play like this. He said, but you don't want to, and you really don't wish that you could, or you'd have done what it took to be able to do that. You know that old saying, what is it with the amount of hours that anybody can become like epic and great at something is after 10,000 hours of doing something. So don't judge us on this podcast yet because we'd only got like maybe two hours in it. So wait till we have the 10,000 hours in to judge us, you yeah. know, but they say 10,000 hours is that magic number yeah. that times 10 number of when you do something. So a lot of people want instant gratification, especially in today's world, right. but that's, that's Tom Brady's 39 years old and right. been in the league 16, 17 years. Not everybody can walk out of that locker room down with the largest deficit to overcome and confidently feel like they can make it happen, yeah. which he did. So, you know, you're, if you're a rookie, you, you know, that's, that's a long years of him doing yeah. that to be able to do it. And his team believed in him because of that 10,000-plus hours of preparation and yeah. dedication. How many reps? How many reps, you know, over and over the monotony of it? And that's the thing. You're not going to ever experience the mountaintop unless you go through the monotony, and that's the thing. Uh, because monotony leads to momentum, and momentum leads to the mountaintop. And a lot of folks forget that you, you don't start at the top of the mountain. You don't start at the you top. You start down where it's it's really boring, and the and the views aren't that great. You know, it you're sucks. staring at the back of a guide's ass. And so that's not where you want to be. Yeah. You want to get to the top where you can look out over that thing. And I read an article before the Super Bowl where Tom Brady said, yes, I'm almost 40 years old, but I have no doubt in my mind, barring injury, that I'll be playing at least when I'm 45. And the guy hey, watching him in the Super Bowl, can you? Would you bet against that? He hasn't would you lost bet a step. Nope. I'm sure there's an expert out there that would say, "Oh, well, he's doing this differently or whatever." But in my opinion, he hasn't lost a step. Well, and he because he's disciplined in knowing that you know, like I said, I don't care about my intake of you know. I'm not trying to be a professional athlete, so I don't need to be on a strip disciplined diet. The stuff the way he right. is, but he knows as an athlete. To make it long-term, his body has to be yeah. the most immaculate shape possible. And so yeah. he's going to the extreme measures of discipline to achieve that. And the difference between the great leaders and not and the people who will say, I'm going to stand behind this guy or gal, and they're going to pull us out of the people they know that are disciplined. If they have a task at hand, they accomplish it. Yeah. There's nothing else that lets them stop accomplishing that task. And, and I think that when you achieve that as a leader, that then people will follow you anywhere. Yeah. And he's married to Giselle. 
That's mm. not too bad. I don't know what that has to do with anything, do you, but it just has to be. It just has to be brought up. Do you think that <laughs> people are already trying to recruit his little boys? <laughs> They're probably they gotta be. Probably so. Yeah. Probably so. But you know, when you get to a point where you put insurance on your legs and and insurance on your arm, you know, multi million dollar yeah. deals because this is you you are going your body in that case is your instrument and i tell people who are in sales all the time you know what are you doing different today because the definition of insanity is that old thing of doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results what are you doing different today that's going to help you grow yep. it's going to challenge you because let's face it if you're growing it's going to change and if you change it's going to challenge you when i was a baby people like to kiss my feet but guess what living things grow and growing things change and changing things challenge i can't <laughs> who's, find who's anybody feet i can't find anybody to kiss my feet anymore I bet but you can. but when i was because living things grow growing things change changing things <laughs> challenge us you got to be finding that stuff and i guarantee you tom brady yeah maybe he's taking a little vacation but you know what as soon as as soon as the dust settles a little bit on this hoopla around the super bowl he's going to be back in the in the classroom watching the game films he's going to be in there doing physical training he's going to be running he's going to be pushing weight picking heavy stuff up you know he's, he's doing the reps and i challenge you if you're wanting to become a better leader in your home or in your business take an honest look at yourself and what others think are you that person, honestly, if you take a real honest look, the hard truth is, are you the person that people would follow you into battle or not? Is your, does your family feel like they can count on you? Or are you always having a pity party and they think they can never count on if you're going to be able to come out or not? Do you want to be that leader for your family, your business? Do they feel like whatever task have at hand that by following you, they're going to do it? And if you, don't, if you can't look at that and know 100% sure that you're that guy or gal, you need to start making changes, and That's you need to start with being disciplined point. to something. Phenomenal point. You know, I look at that, and I say, a person like Heath Oaks, I want you in my huddle. Uh, same with me. You know what I'm saying? I want you in my personal huddle. I want you there with me. The folks that I do work with, I, I don't want that person that I'm like, oh, you know, we, you know, do we really want to invite him to the table? Yes. <laughs> you know? Who do you have at your table? Because you know what? There's some folks out there who who maybe have had greatness in certain areas. There's another news story going on with Phil Jackson. Yep. Phil Jackson is one of the greatest basketball coaches in history, but he, as a general manager, he hasn't done so well. He's been horrible. He hasn't had very good. And now he's taken it out there and kind of made some things personal. With uh, his top player. With his top player on Twitter. Now, do you think that team wants to follow Phil Jackson? Exactly. It, Absolutely not. They, they're like, Phil, we love you, dude. We respect you, but you need to go back to your Zen garden a little bit and you know, get in touch with yourself because this this ain't working, buddy. There, you know, that, that, that type of leadership to me is this. There's, I always tell people there's a difference between ego and hard-headed, okay? Yeah. I am hard-headed and stubborn as they come, and I know this, but you want me to tell you the difference between ego and hard-headed because they're not the same. Ego, too much ego is bad. I always say when I have salespeople, they go, how do you stop them from running into that tree if you know they're going to do something that they shouldn't be doing? Mm -hmm. I say, I reach over there and I push the gas pedal and I make them hit the tree harder and faster. And I go, <laughs> because here's the thing. Somebody like Heath Oaks, you can tell me something and I'm probably still going to try it my way. Right. Okay. So my goal is, is to get it out of the way as fast as possible. Yeah. And when we hit the tree, I'm going to find out who they are. Because if they get out and they go, all right, that hurt. I need to listen to you. What do I do? Right. That's hard-headed. That's me. I'm going to hit the tree, but I will quickly admit I was wrong. 
Yeah. The person that gets out and gets back in and puts it in drive and goes toward another tree, they have an ego. I don't have time for ego. You can't change ego. And I wash my hands with them and I walk away. I will deal with hard-headed and stubborn because that means they have a backbone to stand up for what they believe in, but they are humble enough to admit when they're wrong. Phil Jackson needs to be humble enough to admit that general manager he does not have figured right. out, head coach he did, right. and that realized that maybe I should take some lessons from people because you're not winning your team over. The worst thing you're doing is is going out there and lashing out and you're losing your team more. So I would challenge you, too, is figure out, do you have an ego or are you hard-headed and stubborn? There's a difference. And, yeah. and, and, and if you're leading a team of people, you need to realize your people that are hard-headed and stubborn and don't cage them. Reach over and push the gas. Let them hit the tree faster and harder. Get it out of the way. And then you're going to find out who you're dealing with, somebody you can help or somebody you cannot. And I know a lot of people will listen to this podcast and say, well, I'm not leading a team. I'm not in business or anything. You are. You are. Your family. Influence. Your family. I mean, that's the number one team right there. Y- you know, it, these are lessons that you take and you translate and you apply to even your family and the people that are under your influence. I promise you, everybody within the sound of our voice listening to the Second Shot podcast, you influence somebody. Absolutely. And Every how day. you do that. Now, I'm not saying always be sicky, sweet, positive, and that's not what Heath is saying either. Sometimes you got to be a little bit hard with somebody yep. and say, like you said, we're going to hit this tree. We'll hit it together. Yep. We'll, and then when we walk away, let's see what we've learned. Yep. Well, and, and will they learn? Yeah. That's the thing is the people with the ego will get in and hit drive to another tree, yeah. and I get out the door. Yeah. And I ain't got time. Well, let's take a quick break. We come back, we'll answer a few questions and hang out for a few minutes. Thank you for listening. The Second Shot Podcast. Chad Prather, Heath Oaks. Now that's what I call ignorance on fire. More of Second Shot with Chad and Heath still to come. If you're looking for a nice, quick, easy read that's um, hopefully inspirational, motivational to pick you up and help you whenever you're feeling like you're failing all the time and you want a quick inspirational story to fail your way to success, go to Amazon.com and purchase Ignorance on Fire, A Journey of Failing Your Way to Success, written by none other than myself, Heath Oaks. It's a quick 150-page book that will hopefully help you along your journey in business and or life. Again, Amazon.com, Ignorance on Fire, A Journey of Failing Your Way to Success, written by Heath Oaks. Thanks, and I hope that you pick it up and like it. Kick off your boots or suit up. The choice is yours. Welcome back to Second Shot with Chad and Heath on RNCN. Yeah, well, I was sitting here going through some of our emails and for those of you who don't know, in the third segment of the podcast, we like to answer a few questions, and sometimes we get some emails of folks that have listened and paid attention to what we're talking about, and sometimes it's pretty random stuff. You can email us at secondshotcast at gmail.com, secondshotcast at gmail.com, and talk to uh, Heath and myself, as well as producer Zach and Kristen, and yeah, I'm telling and, friends to do the same. And always make sure, go to iTunes, subscribe to our channel, and hey, we really are asking you to leave a review. Only yeah. if you like it. If you don't, don't. But if you do, <laughs> leave one, okay? Yeah. Just like the book. Only if you like it. Only, yeah. That's you, the only kind of reviews I like. How can you not like but it? But you though? can also, you don't, you don't necessarily have to leave a review. You can just rate it. Okay. Yeah. Give, yeah. Rate give, it. Give us five stars. Yeah. There you go. Well, like what's that. not to like? You, yeah, you're right. I had somebody that sent a message, though, that was asking about my beard and your beard. I don't know that I could characterize what either of us have is a beard by standing. Do you have a hard time growing facial hair? This is the first time in my life I <laughs> I never grew fa- because I, I I never could grow one. So it was uh, it was in November last year. I said, "Well, I got an excuse to just see if I can do this or not." 
And so, because it always just never filled, yeah. never. He I, hasn't just, shaved since the second grade. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, this is the progress. So in November, I grew one out and it obviously, it, it actually kind of filled in. And I was like, oh, wow, I yeah. can actually kind of do this. So yeah, at 29 years old, I can finally halfway <laughs> grow in one. Yeah, that gives hope to a guy like me. Because that's something <laughs> I genuinely struggle. I'm yeah. a clean shaven guy because I can't do it. Like, I, what if I could? You guys both have baby faces. Yeah. Uh, well, thanks, yeah. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I did up until... Yesterday. Until you got old. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and, and I got old. Old. Christian dropping the hammer. Face. Ouch. Sure did. We got any other we got yeah. any questions? I do. I wanted to know what a day in the life looks like for each of you. Because I imagine it's pretty yeah. different. Yeah, mine's mine's pretty varied. I, I always try to put a video out on social media once or twice a week and typically we'll do a live feed, but I try to do what I call the truck rant videos, which mm-hmm. are a minute and a half kind of observational humor. I try to put those out on around Tuesday or maybe a Thursday. Uh, and then sometimes at night I might do a, a video, you know, Chad sings songs horribly to Jade while she does whatever she's doing around the house. <laughs> um, she's usually nothing, but the, uh, I'm just kidding. So, uh, but I'm usually traveling. Uh-huh. Typically I'm up, I'm traveling and it is so varied. There really is no set schedule for me other than typically my Monday through Wednesday. One of those three days is going to be considered my weekend mm-hmm. but even i haven't had one of those in what a do you time. do on these traveling excursions speaking, are you taking I'm, meetings oh no i'm always speaking somewhere like tomorrow i'll head down to san antonio and i speak at a convention i do a lot of keynote addresses at a lot of con- business conventions sales groups and stuff like that and uh you know sometimes we do it i just i have a television show uh and we just filmed an episode of that it's a travel show so i'm always on the road with that mm-hmm. it's so you know i it just always going doing different things and we've got stuff coming then we do the comedy tour you know we do we, from time to time we do the comedy. well we did in 2016 and we're playing with it for this year but um yeah just always running my mouth <laughs> Heath, how about you? Heath is way more regimented than me, though. I'm really like, not. No, mine's you, mine's not very. Uh, mine's pretty much all over the place, also because it, you know, every, I, every, the territory I cover from Monroe, Louisiana, to Midland and Odessa, so everything East Texas, North Texas, and all of that, and have over 20 or so offices and several hundred salespeople throughout that area. So um, I basically believe I'm I'm at I'm there to serve my people. So I I will come in if they call if somebody calls me. My office in Monroe calls me and says, if you come wash my car tomorrow, I can sell more appointments. I would drive to Monroe and wash their car if that made it better. <laughs> and so I come in. It could be the drop of the hat. My, my schedule could be open tomorrow, and they call me, and they need help with some groups or something other because it's all double booked, and I'm going to go help them at any time they need to. Uh, so either that or my office is in Las Colinas, and I'm, I'm not there on a regular basis because I'm out and about with all of uh, my sales teams. So you have an office, but you don't necessarily go in every day. You're kind of driving around, yep. working with your team. Yep. And do you see the same people? Like this? Do you work with the same 10 people You know, every week? Is that your team? or? Yeah, there's 21 district manager offices and um, all over those places. So it depends on who needs me the most and who calls where I got to go. It could all be random. It's week mm-hmm. to week. It's... Um, and then I actually have a mobile office that I have that where I can sit in the back and it's got printer, copy machine, everything. My neighbor's retired and he drives me when I go out really? with it. What so does the mobile this, office no, no, no. look like? Well, no, let me tell you. It's, it's legit. In my line chat, is it this real? Is, this, is, this is the definition of badassery on four wheels. I'm telling you, what he's I, yeah, got is incredible. You need yeah. to see it. It's, it's got Wi-Fi, direct TV. It's got a printer. It's got the big really? PC screen. Is this wires. like an RV or a no, tow behind? It's an excursion. 
Ford Excursion. But it's it's customized on the inside. So so get in your mind get in your mind a a nice custom limo. Uh But in the back of the SUV, it is the roof of it's raised up an extra six inches with a satellite on top. It I mean it looks Mm -hmm. like the president just got to town. But it's, I want to see pictures. You didn't have, yeah, to drive that, have your neighbor <laughs> drive that up here today, did you? Yeah. I love this. It's see a that. functioning yeah. office. I can do everything from that. Here's what I figured out: you got to be intentional with your time. And if I always ask people, if you can purchase time, would you purchase time? Would you? Yeah. If you could purchase time, oh, yeah, would you? Of course. Absolutely. So that's basically what I did. Because here's what happened: I can easily spend six, seven hours a day on the road for two hours worth of meetings. Mm-hmm. And before I was married, it, it was no big deal. I could just come home and stay up till midnight and work. Mm-hmm. Now, I want to be with my wife. Mm-hmm. I would like to spend more time with my wife. So when I come home, I want to be present. And so now, if on the road, I can go that six hours that was wasted time before, I now can do my emails, print, do all the stuff that I do from my office all on the road. So when I get home at night, I'm done working because mm-hmm. I've been able to use that time now before where I couldn't use the time for anything else but driving now i can do my work the same way and so i purchased time so you have like an on-call driver absolutely that is one of the coolest things i think i've ever heard <laughs> that is so cool you're I, so I, fancy i know I have, yeah i've gone let to heath's you. house i've gone to heath's house and and poured a cocktail and just gone and sat in the driveway in in the back seat <laughs> really? and just hung out with heath in the in the truck it, it is, is it, that, does it also like dual as your man cave no no, I have a man cave. That's got all my sports <laughs> stuff in it. Yeah. But it is. This is. It's. It's really. It is for. It is for office and and for me to be able to use my time with it. And that's why I got an excursion and spent the more money because a limo is cheap. So I could have used that. But limos are. Look at me. All this and and I didn't want that. Mm-hmm. I really wanted a functioning office. And I mean, with this setup with the Wi-Fi, the Directv, the printer, yeah. mm-hmm. I can do everything in it. And it's it's not extended. It's nothing from the outside. It's a black four-door excursion with low razor. You can tell something's a little different, but it's not this big hmm. limo thing. It's mm-hmm. just, it's a functioning office on wheels. Can we Very do an cool. episode of the show out of that? I actually, yeah. We should. I think yeah. we should. <laughs> totally. And we should video that whole deal and yeah. sit in there. Yeah, that would be a lot of fun. I agree. Yeah, that's good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, uh, I drive, Use your time wisely. I drive a truck. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Pickup truck. <laughs> yeah. Can I borrow? Can I borrow the uh, anytime? Can I? Can I borrow it to go to San Antonio right. tomorrow? Right. I can, and I'm going to need that driver. Let me snag those keys from you. Yeah. Real quick. You yeah. come yeah. on up, drop your truck off. We'll get Rick. He'll drive you San Antonio. <laughs> drop you off. Come pick you up. God bless him. God bless Rick. God bless you, Heath. God bless you, Chad. Zach, Kristen, Zach, Kristen, Kristen. Your husband doesn't have a beard. Uh, no, You're no, an- he's also you, got like a baby. Are face. you anti-facial hair? No, no, okay. not at all. All right. I don't think my wife think likes it, mine too can, much, but she won't say anything. Won't say if anything. you can rock it, go for it. I can't rock it. I just got it. Cause <laughs> I, I think <laughs> you would look weird without it. Actually, well, it's because you're used to me like this. Yeah. So yeah. and and yeah. So that's yeah, weird. I when I shave, I really do have a baby face. <laughs> this is like my dad. He has a mustache. Yeah. But like. You'd never notice he has a mustache until like he shaves it, yeah. and then you're like, "Whoa, oh, your I'm face looks way. weird." Yeah, what way. happened? <laughs> well, everybody, thanks for hanging out with us today. For Zach, Kristen, Heath, Oaks, my this is Chad Prather, and this is another episode of Second Shot. Tell all your friends iTunes. where can they find you besides iTunes and, and all the places to subscribe on SoundCloud and those places. Um, Ignorance on Fire Facebook page, Ignorance on Fire Instagram, at Heath Oaks on Twitter, secondshotcast at gmail.com to email us some questions for next week's episode, and go to iTunes, rate us, like us, and share it with your friends. Follow Chad Prather on Facebook, watch Chad on Twitter, and visit me at watchchad.com. We'll see you next time for Second Shot.
You're listening to RNCN, the digital destination for premium talk radio.